Hey, what's up? This is Andrew Alliance, and you're listening to the Chasing Dream Podcast with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And again, fantastic person that I am bringing you here to, to listen to, to meet. And he's, you can't see him, but he's smiling at me and laughing. And let me introduce you to him. We're going to chat. We're going to have a great time. And you'll see what I see. His name is Andrew Alliance. He's an official brand ambassador for PlayStation, Nintendo of America. And he is the host of the show Radio which is an independent tech, gaming, and entertainment podcast. Andrew found his love for tech after his mother bought him a Nintendo in 1987. Since then, he's been featured on Hot 97, Chelsea Cross Show, and Libsyn. He is a YouTube partner and a member of the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. And he has been so kind to come here on the show today and talk to you guys about this. And hello, Andrew. Hey, Amy, I don't even know who you just talked about. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't even sound like me. I, I'm i not lying, crazy. though, am I? No, you're not. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. So it's always cool to hang out with you because we just we just chill and chat. And that's what I love about it. But thank you for having me. No, thank you. I mean, when we met, it was summer of 2015. We roll it back. And Andrew is, is just as much of a go-getter as I try to be. And we met and he was on the move. He was trying to figure out how do I set up this podcast player? He's a podcaster um, for my website. And I was also there and we were both just absorbing from Hanny Mora, who was another guest on the show. You guys, if you remember, he was on um, talking about his dreams and Andrew and I were just captivated. Wasn't Hanny great that day? Hanny's awesome. You know, that, that guy, you know, the thing with Hanny is every time I ask him to help me, like he's always there to help me on Skype or, or whatever. He's, he's always helpful. I like that guy. Yes. And, and we kind of, we caught up there and then we just kind of kept, kept in touch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we did too. And I had no idea you were a brand ambassador. I don't even know how you become a brand ambassador. I I don't either. (laughs) So, I mean, the only thing I know with that process is uh, you submit your name and whatever, I guess, metrics or characteristic that they look for. Uh, once you meet that, um, then they say yes or no, you know? Well, let's uh, back let's let's back this up. Sure. Did all of this begin in 1987? Uh, for the gaming stuff? Yeah. Nintendo? Yeah, the gaming, the gaming stuff, yeah, definitely started uh, in 1987. Mom, you know, me and mom, we <laughs> mom and I, we, we made a deal. And we kept, I kept the end of, my, you know, my, my part, right? Are you saying Definitely. your mom didn't? Yeah, she did. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, it was a struggle to clean the house for a week straight. I'm like, mom, come on, you know? But uh, but that was the that was the deal. And, and once 
that week was over, you know, we got the Nintendo. And ever since then, it's always been a passion of mine to, you know, talk about, you know, game stuff, you know, and I always enjoyed it. Always enjoyed that, that culture, you know, always enjoyed that world. And it's been there ever since. Now, listen, Andrew, you only had to clean your place for a week. I had to get straight A's for like a semester or a quarter at that point, a quarter or two. I can't remember. Or was the whole year to get my Nintendo. Wow. I know. <laughs> I know. But I did love it. I did love Nintendo was my big thing. My, my cousin had Sega and he had Atari, but I just I could not get over Nintendo and the games that they were that I played on those. Now, did you expand from Nintendo after that, or you kind of tried everything? Yeah, after Nintendo, a uh, buddy of mine had Super Nintendo, so I'll go over his house and play that. Uh, then Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn at one point, then PlayStation One, then two, uh, then three, then then the Xbox stuff started coming in. Uh, Xbox One, Xbox Three Sixty, uh, the first Xbox. And I think I actually just turned my Xbox on when I said that because I see the light coming on <laughs> <laughs> real time. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and then now uh, currently recently PlayStation 4 as of December of 2015. Now, I noticed that Nintendo wasn't mentioned again. Is that is that more of a classic thing now? It's it's not necessarily more of a classic thing. It's just that I haven't found a uh, balance as much, which is kind of weird because uh, as of as a Nintendo ambassador although i love their stuff i really didn't find myself playing a lot of the smash and all the the games that they have you know pretty much recently sure and all the new zeldas and new marios and stuff like that um you know the wii u is is definitely a a great system uh, but i never really got one like you know and now we're we're talking about uh, the new nintendo that's in the works or rumored uh, called the nintendo nx uh, which is uh you know in the conversation loop right now but um it's but it's always been my foundation you know even after you know everything that that has you know transpired so um so yeah you're you're definitely right there hasn't been any nintendo uh, my daughter she has the um the 3DS uh, that's the most recent nintendo uh in in here in the studio so if anyone from nintendo is listening you hear that Andrew needs a Nintendo. You guys need, need to help him out with that. Need, yeah, I need one. I definitely need one. And and they make good stuff. I mean, they're they can stay Nintendo for for the rest of, you know, our days. They're always going to have a place in the gaming industry because they've changed a lot of lives and even Atari also back in the day, they changed a lot of lives. So, uh, looking at uh, the trends and and how everything has gone in the last, I would say what, 20 years. You know, it's it's been really, really fun watching the industry evolve. So you've had this love and you kind of uh, grew up in it, basically, seeing the yeah. changes, seeing the trends that are going on. When did you decide to start talking about it, though? Did you do it unofficially before podca- podcasting? Was it really till 2003, 2005 or something like that? Were you doing yeah. anything beforehand? Now, I wasn't doing anything beforehand, but I had gone to um, a high school that was uh, a broadcasting high school called Edward R. Murrow in, in Brooklyn. And uh, I've always, I, I always had the, this, this thing, if I could do that, you know, be behind a mic and, you know, I had this thing for it and, I, and it never left me, you know, even back then. Uh, but um, I think around 2006, and I guess two years from, you know, removed from that before 2006, I was listening to a lot of different shows 
gaming shows, tech shows and stuff. And that really inspired me to get to a place where I wanted to do my own thing. And it's not like a real elaborate, uh, you know, beginning. I was just sitting there and I was looking at TV and I said, you know what? I'm just going to do a podcast. That's, that's how amazing it was. You know, I just decided today is the day. And I, I decided to do it on my wife's birthday, uh, which is August 2nd. So I, I just, you know, turned on the, uh, I think I was using Block Talk Radio at that time. So uh, it was a turnkey operation. Uh, their quality definitely got better because I know some individuals still are hes- hesitant to use uh, Block Talk Radio as a platform. But even now, uh, you know, they, they've gone to like the uh, 128 uh, stereo quality now. So it's definitely okay to use them if that's what you want to use. But as long as you can get your voice out there with a platform that you're comfortable with, definitely consider doing that. Uh, so for Block Talk Radio, I was there from, uh, I guess, 2006, and I did 113 episodes with them before I moved to Lipson, and I did uh, 114 to uh, 295. Uh, so we're at 295 now and planning to do a two, 296, I guess, sometime this week uh, as I put the content together now. So, um, But yeah, it's... Um, I love it. You know, I love it. And I think uh, my attitude now as, as it relates to, to gaming and, and tech and just, um, you know, just talking about those things is I don't care. And it's, and, and it's kind of weird unless I explain it. And the, and the thing is, I don't care because I want to, I know that someone is, is getting something from the content I deliver. It's not really about the tech, gaming and entertainment anymore. It's more about you know, informing individuals and making sure that they have the right information with the stuff that's being talked about out there. So I don't care who's who has an issue with how I present it, you know, and, and that's what I mean by, you know, I really don't care um, because my attitude now is I really want to help the people who are willing to listen. And that's why that's why I'm here, you know, to do what I do. So since 2006 to today, that's about 10 years. Uh, 2006. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay, I, I had to do the math. <laughs> like, I had Andrew? to roll over. <laughs> I had to roll over. I'm like, wow, yeah. Right? It's, Zero, it's, carry, well, carry the one? Well, no, actually, no. Uh, we got to push three. 2009. It's 2009 because it hasn't been 10 years. I didn't do 10 years. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's, so, that's so not my fault. I'm using numbers you've given me, my friend. Yeah, I know because I had to think about I was like, 2006? 2006 is probably when I started listening to shows. 2009 is when I started. And then we're, we're present day. Yeah. And 295 shows later. That's still amazing. That's an amazing number. It's crazy. Also, because it's so easy to start something and stop. Yeah. And for you to be able to say that you've been doing it for seven years. It's crazy, though. Just thinking about that. I, I still can't believe it because most, you know, the stat is most individuals stop uh, at uh, between seven and ten. Yeah. Because they find out that podcasting is hard. You know, it's it's not easy. And I don't have a team. Um, I had to learn everything from, you know, trial and error, which most of us learn that way and really put into practice what I learned to make it the best show that it can be. I believe it's the best show out there, you know, and that's arrogant to some, you know, that could be prideful, but I'm really good at what I do, you know, and, and I believe that. And the individuals who who embody what they do for their work for their platform, even in the same genre, they really believe they're the best out there and that they are very, very good at what they do. And I believe that for them, you know, and that's just the way it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, seven years, 295, you're about to come up on a milestone. 
which yeah. is very exciting. How often do you do your show? I try to do it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of 2016, um, I do it when it's ready, which is about a week and a day or two, you know, give or take. Um, and it's usually um, half an hour to 45 minutes. It's a solo show. Uh, it's, it's concentrated, you know, as far as the, t- uh, the content is concerned. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I would say it's, it's about weekly. But uh, 2015 into 2016, uh, the last episode I did was um, I did one in on December of 2015 on the 15th of December. And then I didn't do another one until 2016 because it wasn't ready because I was actually doing a comparison between uh, PlayStation and Xbox since I had just gotten to PlayStation 4 that December. So I said, you know, I'm going to wait get my thoughts, you know, structured in such a way where it's not bashing one or the other. It's really doing um, an analysis of both of them, a fair one, where, you know, as, you know, the individual listens to that particular show, they're like, you know, that's fair. I understand that point back and forth. So sometimes I'll I'll wait to make sure that the episode is actually ready uh, to be released to to the world, really. I mean, you you could say you waited. I I would think... As as someone who listens to your show, that it was the holidays, you know, yeah. that that too. But the yeah. fact that you're taking the time to truly test and give an unbiased as much as possible review of these things. I mean, technology changes so quickly, right? And the consumer trade show just happened. Yeah, CES. CES just happened. Yeah. Technology there, crazy, right? It's amazing the things that they're coming out with. And if you follow the show or the CES show, show you probably saw some a number of amazing things that they came out with. How do you decide what you're going to report on? Because you're talking technology, you're talking gaming and entertainment. Like that's right. a lot of material for you. Yeah, it could be it could be a lot of material, but I, I guess because I know what I like, mm-hmm. um, it's easy for me to decide uh, what I want to review, and it typically centers around headsets. I love headsets, uh, different types of headsets and uh, games, really. Uh, so I kind of stay in the genre of of the uh, tech stuff as it relates to podcasting equipment or phone equipment, uh, chargers, different types of hard drives, uh, headsets, games. So I kind of stay in that arena. Uh, I really want to step into the, uh, the film uh, industry stuff because for me now, uh, as it relates to uh, delivering content, it's more of an art for me. It's mm-hmm. more of, of an of an art form, and I know it doesn't fall under uh, performing arts per se. Because I was just having this conversation with my with, with my wife, where we we're talking. You know, she's trained in performing arts, and she's planning to do like you know poetry stuff. Um, and I'm like, you know, you you need to do that because you're going to win, pretty much. You know, and that's that's what I believe because she's really good at it. But uh, she's trained in the arts. I'm not. But to me, um, I feel that I'm performing, you know, on the microphone now more than I did when, you know, year one or year two, because I understand, you know, the delivery of the content uh, is one thing. But uh, embodying what you're saying, you know, to convey a message is something completely different. Uh, So I kind of focus on, you know, other things that I like, you know, headsets, tech stuff, um, you know, games. Because if I do anything outside of that, it's not genuine anymore. Now I'm, now I'm reaching. Um, and you lose people when you reach uh, for stuff that doesn't necessarily fit in your niche. 
And um, I don't want to do that too much, you know, to, to lose people. But I think that's what makes your show, show so unique is the fact that, one, it's stuff you love, right? So you're, you're always going to talk about something of interest with some kind of passion, right? right? And two, that you've narrowed it down so that it's not all over the place. And I think you're right. I think podcasting is uh, a form of entertainment, a form of performance, because right now this could be a very bad show. Or, I mean, not with you as a guest, but... It, it could be. No, it could be a bad show. You're right. <laughs> but, right, when people listen to it, everyone has a different opinion of how it comes off. Right. If someone else does a show on Chasing Dreams and they have a different angle for it, they have a different way of presenting. If it was just a Q&A show, you know, don't even give your opinion, just answer yes or no. Right. You know, there's a format to it. There's a script. There's a presentation, if you will, kind of like a performance. Right. Exactly. It's just that ours is inscripted at the moment. No, it's it's not scripted. And and I think, too, that makes um, shows unique. Uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll say for the show itself is I use trigger words between uh, um, the actual topics. So instead of having transitions, you know, from one topic to another, I use I line up the, the topics, the bullet points in such a way that it triggers for me to go into the next thing without necessarily thinking about it. You know, so it the flow is, is consistent or a constant, really. Um, so I don't use transitions between the topics, you know, um, because that way it keeps, you know, I, I really take the time to align all the bullet points, you know, from the first one to the last one. So it fits a flow um, before, you know, I actually deliver and then I rehearse it. Maybe it sounds weird, but no. I rehearse it um, once or twice. You know, I just look at the topics and, you know, it'll go from tech to gaming to from tech to news, market research, the gaming, and then to the rest of the topics on the actual list. And, um, you know, and then I, I kind of rehearse it, look at it a couple of times, walk away from it. Uh, sometimes I'll sleep on it. It's, you know, just a weird mantra. That no, I, do, I, I think that's right? actually great that you're doing that. It's, it's, it's interesting. And even before we started recording, um, I was reading like a news article because, you know, I needed words, um, not, not to to talk to you about as far as words are concerned, but just reading things and, you know, remembering where commas go and, and seeing the structure of the paragraph, even though we're not looking at anything right now, I just, sometimes I just read a page or two just, just because I don't know why, but I just do that. Does that you get know? you in the zone? It could, I guess. I, but I don't know. I just feel comfort when, you know, when I read something, even though it may not necessarily be related to what I'm getting ready to do, but it was just an article. I think it was on TechCrunch or something like that. And I was just reading it. It was talking about self-driving cars and I was just reading it like I was delivering it like a news release or something like that. It's just, I guess maybe it's, um, it's uh, the practice of, of the craft that I enjoy. Um, and um, it's more, you know, and I, I've had a tagline uh, for the show. It's, it's more than gaming, which I, I don't really use that tagline anymore, but it's, it's definitely more than that for me now. And speaking of the show, guys, you can find it at theshowradio.info and all the links and things we're talking about now will be on the show notes page. Um, I'll give you the link to that at the end. But Andrew, this isn't your full-time job, right? No, it's not. I mean, there's, there's some income that actually comes from it uh, through the sponsors and stuff like that, which is cool. And, and that's another thing. And, and because you mentioned that, you know, I'm thinking about a whole bunch of different things now. Because um, some some people will do the show 
uh, for money. They'll they'll podcast for money, or that would be their first uh, thing. That you know, hey, how do you make money, or how do you get sponsors and stuff like that? Those things didn't come right away. You know, those things actually came later. And and what happened was uh, for me, the podcast actually uh, made me uh, change my major um, from whatever it was, liberal arts probably or something crazy, to uh, business marketing now. And um, and that allows me to really use what I'm learning as, you know, to, and put that in the show, you know, as far as market research and different things like that, talking about numbers and ratios and stuff like that. So um, so it's a balance of, of that with um, the sponsorships. And sometimes, you know, I did a Kickstarter uh, in June uh, for E3. It was uh, fully covered by the community. I think they did over like $2,500 for me to get out there uh, for E3. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, if I never did the, the podcast, I would not know, you know, the blessings that come out of it, you know? Uh, so it's, it's definitely been a great journey, you know, friends around the world, you know, I could just go anywhere and just have a place to stay. And I think I built it to, uh, forge those relationships intentionally, uh, through, uh, delivering content for the show and stuff like that. So it's been a very interesting journey. So you're in school, you're yeah. doing this. I mean, do you ever feel, I mean, school's not easy. I it's mean, not. Been there, done that 24 years. It's not easy. And it keeps you busy. You have a family. I mean, where do you and how do you find the balance? I'm assuming you have a balance. Yeah, that- I mean, the the balance now, it's interesting to me now is uh, with, especially with my daughter and um, and my wife and church and ministry and um but you have to really you know use calendars you know <laughs> you have to write stuff down uh you can't always brew stuff you have to write them down to make it easy uh for you um as in terms of you know getting ready to record a show or or scheduling things in advance you know we have all those things on on the calendar to to make sure that everybody knows what's happening you know Wednesdays are blocked off for church. Usually Sundays are blocked off for church and stuff like that. So, um, so there's, and, and now, uh, you know, just thinking about my daughter is like, she listens to the show. Um, like when she's at school and it's kind of weird for me, it was weird for me at first because I mean, the content is not explicit or anything like that, but it's like, you know, you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing at school, not listening to the show, you know? And, um, is she listening to it as part of a class or just, no, like she's, she'll be doing at lunch or something. Or yeah, or something like that, or in the library, just chilling out when they have a break, and she'll turn on the the recent episode and stuff like that. And and I mean that's that's good because um, I guess she feels that it's you know she's listening to her dad, you know, and that's kind of you know and uh, and you I'm like, well, you can right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you don't listen to me at home, but you don't listen to me on audio. <laughs> but you know, whatever. But uh, but see, and and that got me thinking, like. Um, I didn't really prep for that, you know, when I first started recording. Uh, so uh, we're able to talk about some of the things that I mentioned, you know, on the show. And, and it's, it's just weird. And she's into performing arts, too, for uh, singing and, choir and uh, chorus and stuff like that in school. And um, so it's, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where um, I'm, I'm accepting the fact that, that media, um, I can't control where it goes you know, I, I really can't. And and the fact that uh, she's listening is um, is a comfort to me because it's, you know, 
wow, you know, she could be doing anything else right now, but she's actually taking the time to listen to her dad. So it's, it's, it's just weird, but uh, it's, it's surreal. It's, it's almost, I don't know if it, yeah. it, it's, it's, I don't know if it's weird, but it's probably also surreal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never imagined that, you know, that that would be something. And just, uh, you know, a lot of, um, I hear a lot of stories of, I would say that some some people do the, sh- the shows that they do for the wrong reasons. And it can't, you know, and I, I know we talked about the monetary thing. It can't just be about that. I remember I recorded uh, one episode. It was a YouTube video at the time. And it was kind of like a podcast, but it was a YouTube video. You know, a couple of weeks after that, the uh, the dad of of the the person I was interviewing says, you know, I'm I'm really glad that you did this show because that was the first time I saw my daughter in two years. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like, why why are you really recording? You know, why why are you doing uh, the shows that you do? Yeah, stuff like that. And then there was another, um, you know, people listen to your show all, all the time, or whatever. And then um, you know, another uh, buddy of mine, uh, she was she was going to the airport or something like that. It was going to be like four hours uh, for her, for her, you know, to go. And she was like, you know what? Um, I just wanted to let you know, I was listening to your show, you know, for four hours straight, you know, because I, I didn't have anything, um, you know, for that ride. And the first thing I thought about was, you know, just listening to you for, for like three or four episodes. And that really got me to where I needed to be like, you know, really, really, you know, so you, you don't, you don't, you can't measure those things. You know, you don't you don't know the impact of what we do. I yeah. You, you can't. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you have your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you have a voice that's just so soothing to listen to. Oh man, pray for me. Pray for me. Amy. <laughs> but you're doing this. You found a balance. I mean, how long do you think you're going to keep doing this? Uh, as long as I can. Yeah. Yeah, as long as I can. I mean, I'm always going to talk about it anyway, whether I'm on a microphone or not. So I might as well just, you know, be on a mic and talk about it. And the thing is, if your show is clean, you get India. So why not? You know, if your show is explicit, you don't get India. So if you're thinking about doing a show and you want to make sure that it it reaches uh, however many people you want it to reach, make sure it's clean because India will not accept any shows unless they're clean. I had no idea about that. Yeah. I mean, my show's clean. If you, if you listen to any of them, they're yeah. clean. Yeah, um, you, you want that. It's nice to have. Of course. So do you see yourself expanding this or kind of staying within the, the podcast track? I mean, you've, you've found your passion, right? Gaming, entertainment, tech. You're, you're channeling that into something. Do you, are you satisfied with where you're no. at? No, come on. Never satisfied. I know, you but can't. I need you to say that. No, <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, my, my thing now is uh, I definitely want to do more speaking stuff um, and trying to understand that world or, or going into that world is, 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 is weird for me because um, I've done it in a ministry setting, but I haven't really done it as much in the, uh, the secular setting, if you will. Uh, so I want to definitely uh, focus at least some energy to apply uh, to some of these events when they have submissions or panel submissions and things like that. Uh, so that's really one of the things I want to add in 2016 and definitely read more. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of shows and I listen to them at, at high speeds. I think I, I, I'm at 1.8 X right now. 
So I can get a lot of shows in or a lot of episodes in a, a day, maybe seven or eight, you know, give or take. Um, and and I think that keeps me uh, informed and fresh in the actual content. Uh, so, but no, I'm not satisfied. I mean, I, you always want more, but but the more the the quote unquote more that I want is really to build community. It's not for me. Um, I'm not necessarily interested in um, in the podcast networks, depending on how they're they're formed. And I think, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm interested in, in networks, but it has to have a right, you know, formula for me to say, yeah, I want my show to be a part of that. Um, so, um, but I haven't been asked specifically to do that. So I'm very, very um, overprotective of the show and its uh, purity, if you will, if, if that makes any sense. No, I think it totally does. I mean, there, there's something to that. And it's impressive that you're able to keep the purity because sometimes with sponsors, you know, they want to have a hand in it to, to change something or, hey, why don't you tweak just a little bit, just a little bit. And we, we you know, because, we're you know, we're sponsoring you and, you know, for you to keep that originality of the show and keep it true to what you believe in, it's not easy. And so I commend you for, for being able to hold on to that. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, um, I mean, sometimes they'll say, you know, can you uh, change um, how you say this? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with the way I'm saying it now? You know, so then I have to ask that question because um, if the way I've, I've said it now wasn't a problem before, why all of a sudden you want me to change it now? You know, so stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I really want to keep it, you know, it's a data driven show. And, um, and my thing is my goal for it for every episode is, if you can create a, an episode out of episode you just listened to, then, I, then I've achieved, you know, my goal, at least one of my goals. Uh, and if you learned anything, obviously, you know, that's, that's definitely goal achieved. But, um, but it's definitely a data-driven show by design. Wait, if you create an episode out of the episode? Right. So basically, if you, if you look at episode 295, right? Okay. Um, you know, Amy goes and looks, looks at episode 295 and she sees 15 to 20 bullet points. And you can actually, um, you know, be Amy, which you are, and, and create your own show out of that. Then I've achieved my goal because there was enough content there I see. to okay. create a show. Yeah, you educated me. Enough. Right. There was so much stuff there. You're like, you know what? I can do this. You know? <laughs> and, and you can. And it's by design because um, the thing is, I don't get uh, a lot of uh, comments or feedback on, on the show because I think the way it's formatted... Um, you know, I give you all the information. So if you disagree, you just go look at it. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's designed that way because um, I want individuals to be informed. So it's, it's definitely a data-driven show by design. It's not fluff and it's not filler. And, it's, and I, that's just not me. So it's not going to be that. No, it's very educational, guys. And again, you should definitely check out the, sh- the show notes because the, the links are there. And episode 295, which I have on the screen with me, your episode notes are very detailed, and you're not wrong. I mean, I now know that Jet Li has been cast in Triple X Three, right? I am aware of. Hey guys, Amazon Prime user exclusive savings, twenty percent off pre-order and newly released video games. Check it out. Go to theshowradio.info, and episode two ninety five has these. I am learning things right now, just going through your site. Yeah, by design. That's that's what you know. That's what I want. And and the thing is, um, we're we're 
we're smart people, right? I'd like to think so. I, I like to think so. And, and we don't like junk. I don't think anyone likes junk. And I think um, we like things that are done in excellence, right? And, and because of that, we look for individuals or groups who do things in excellence. But sometimes they're hard to find because there's so much junk you can't really find the individuals or groups that are doing it excellently. So that's, that's just the way it is. So by design, I, I don't want it to be, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They have, um, I don't want it to be Subpar. the exception. No, yeah, I don't want it to be the exception. I want it to be the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're setting a standard. Yeah, it, that should be the norm. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be uh, um, surprised that I speak well. That should be the norm. That shouldn't be the exception, you know. And um, you shouldn't be surprised that the show is done well, it's formatted well, you know, it's edited well. That should be the norm, you know, because we don't. We're we're smart people, Amy. We're yeah, smart. Yeah, Andrew, you're not wrong. But here's yeah. the thing, right? So many people. I mean, podcasting alone is becoming a very saturated industry. It uh, is. Websites, review sites, blog sites. Everything is becoming very saturated compared to the 2000s. Right. Right. It wasn't even really existing in the 1990s, but 2000s, you know, slowly you began to see more and more people doing. YouTube alone has how many? A lot. Uh, right? Saturated. Yeah. And so you have varying degrees of quality on that. And so for you and myself to, to hold ourselves to a higher standard, is hoping that others will also see that as a standard. I hope so. Well, we hope so, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Guys, if, if you think that, let us know. But, I mean, I love your site. I love the detail you Thank have you. here. You. And you're not wrong. You can look here. And that's why my show notes are also so detailed. Your sites are dope. <laughs> your sites. I mean, I got questions. I got, I got some background <laughs> Uh, I got some SEO and organic reach, and I got some. I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you, figure out what you're doing. <laughs> but that's 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 for the same reason. I I I get someone to do my show notes because I think it's important to have that there. the The debate on show notes is nonstop, but I think educating people is one of the things that we like to do. Right. One of the reasons I started this show was to bring people like yourself on to inspire others to do what they love. And not many people would think that they could do something in gaming or tech. And here you are doing just that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a, it's a blessed ride. You know, I definitely thank God for the journey thus far. I just love that you, despite what you're doing um, in everything else, right? You're going to school, you're doing what you love. You, you have a lovely family and you're still doing this podcast show and you're broadcasting something you loved in high school, right? You're still doing it today and you're making time for it. And like you said, you're organized so that you don't lose your way between one or the other. You keep to your commitments. I hope a lot of people learn from that example that you can do what you love and still have a life and be busy. Definitely. Definitely. So before we wrap up, Andrew, we have to ask you, because it's time for your corner, what is one thing you would recommend to someone who is chasing their dream, whether it be a piece of advice, a quote, a book they should check out, or anything under the sun? What is one thing you would say? 
just one thing? You can say one thing, and then I'll put more in the notes if you like. Okay, cool. So, so the main thing I want um, your audience, you know, the listeners to definitely do is whatever they're interested in, you know, business, science, uh, you know, sociology, psychology, definitely go to iTunes and find the, uh, the category that you really are interested in and listen to some shows in those categories. Make it a norm for you. And uh, the other thing I want them to do is definitely subscribe to Amy's show, not my show. <laughs> subscribe to Amy's show and then definitely leave her a review because reviews are important. See, I can, I can say what I'm saying because <laughs> I'm speaking for Amy right now. I had you know no- how hard it is <laughs> to put together a show? Do you, do you really understand how hard? Do you know how long it takes <laughs> To put to, do you know how long it takes to actually edit a show? It takes a long time. So for you to come in to Amy's world, okay, and then you press play, and that's all you did. You just press play. That, that's amazing, okay? But what went in for you to press play is a couple of hours, okay? So I'm asking you here, okay, please leave a review for Amy's show, if you've enjoyed any episode she's done. Well, how, what number are you on now? What number? You will be number 31. Okay. Okay. Any show, except mine. Don't, don't worry about mine. <laughs> any show she's done, just leave a review. That will help her show and the rankings for iTunes. More people will listen to her show. She will be happy. And that's what you should do. Okay. So now take that, make that number one, and make the iTunes thing I said number two. Okay. But definitely do those two things. <laughs> You're such a sweetheart. It's hard. I, Podcasting is hard. It, it is. It's, it's real. But, you know, I definitely want your listeners to really understand that, you know, you're you're passionate about it. But we see those those reviews. We get so excited. You have, you have no idea. It, it's just it's just the, it makes the whole day brighter when we see an iTunes review come in. It really so do does. That, do that I, for I, I will admit to that. It does does do that. In fact, we don't do it for the reviews, but the reviews do make us feel good that we are actually doing something so i do appreciate it thank you andrew anytime and that was my friend andrew coming onto the show sharing his dream chase story and making me blush all at the same time if you guys want to check out all the links and show notes mentioned today be sure to go to chasingdreamshq.com slash episode 31 that's episode 31 and until next time guys keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.